Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly-Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, honeys, I'm very excited to bring you this episode. So Danny and I really enjoy connecting on the energies of the season. The last time we did this was, it was either January or December, and we were really tapping into the best ways to tap into abundance for 2021. And it's so cool because obviously now we're halfway through the year and we've had a lot of time reflect to reflect on the messages that came through then. And I will say they were accurate as ever as anticipated. And it's really cool because I feel things energetically and will just know things. And then Danny's obviously looking at the energies from an astrological, astrological perspective. So if you're curious around that forecast we gave for the year, it is in my um, IGTV section on my Instagram. So you can check that out, check it out there. And then this go round, we were really looking at spring and summer and everything that we see happening now. It's a wild time on the planet. But what's so cool is like, there's just so much speed and so much available. I've never... I don't think I've ever watched like manifestations come through quite like at this clip, or even as I went and witnessed myself, and we'll talk about it in the episode, you know, I've been calling in my man and it's just been so cool to even like watch my own process around love and like seeing different things get activated and then being like, okay, universe, I liked this about this guy, but then can we like add some of that? And then the guy will show up like the next day. I mean, just crazy stuff. So it's not just me, ladies. Alignment, if you reach alignment and then work with it and work with the energy you can receive in all the areas. And I also wanted to remind you, or if you're new to the show, Magnify, magnify Manifest, Receive, my eight-week live wealth energetics activation kicks off on June 23rd. It is going to be real spicy. It's all about calling in high-paying soul line clients coming, having money coming to you always in all the ways, really that deeper next level energetic alignment with your next level of cash, right? And just having your relationship with money be so much easier, crushing through glass ceilings. This is a huge area of expertise and somewhere where I help women greatly who come to me and they've kind of been stuck at the same income level for eons or sometimes shorter amount of time, but there's no reason to be stuck there. Everything's available. And it's essentially that energetics activation to the next level. You already know that you receive what you're aligned with, right? And you can change that alignment very intentionally. And that's a gift that I have that I'd love to offer you. So you can, there's a link in the episode notes, or you can also, of course, head to my website to check that out. And if you are building your business, and you want to do it in feminine flow to sustainable five-figure months, no roller coaster income, and you are a spiritual woman or spiritually curious, you kind of know that a, a container that's just all strategy is going to be boring for you because it sure as hell would be for me. <laughs> and I've never worked that way. 
my multidimensional 90-day immersion, the cohort. I have the go all in sale happening now. And I call it multidimensional because while yes, we focus on the business strategy, the business foundations with, well, of course, like helping you work the tweaks to your process, et cetera, even though like I teach obviously everything that I do so that you can have that sustainable wealth. We also focus a lot on energetics and money and healing and for women to rise and to rise quickly. It really is a multidimensional approach, which is why I've been so passionate around having that multi multidimensionality in all of my containers. So through, let me double check the date that I decided. I literally just got to Mexico last night and I've been traveling a lot. <laughs> so, okay. So through June 25th only, you can join the cohort on payment plan. I've only done this one other time back in December and receive all the painful bonuses. So it's really juicy. So that is four months inside of the container with all the coaching, healing, et cetera. Instead of three, it is, that includes a private session with me. And then also a two hour Kashuk business reading and clearing to really align you with the energy of your business. And yes, your business does have its own specific energy and ways that it likes to move through the world and ways that it likes for you to be in alignment with it. It's almost like learning about your business as though it's a romantic partner. So that's sexy. And then for my pay in full ladies, you will receive two private sessions with me. You will obviously have the four months inside the container. And then you will also have your two hour Kashuk business reading and clearing. And I'm adding an additional... 90 minute intuitive kinesiology session to help you more individually move through energetic, emotional wobbles, stuck feelings in your body that are kind of keeping you from getting to the next level, et cetera. So again, to receive that, you would need to join the cohort by June 25th. You can DM me with any questions. The link is in episode notes to apply, or you can head to my website and yeah, I'm excited. So enjoy this episode with Danny. Please share, of course, with anyone that you feel that it would align with. It's so helpful for us when we just actually know what's going on around us energetically, because then we can really leverage it to our benefit rather than get thrown around. So enjoy the show. Danny, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. You are one of my favorite women to connect with. When was our last? When did we do that Instagram live together? A year. That was a Probably. year ago. Yeah, because I went to New Zealand for seven months. I just got back. I feel like it was like, a, maybe it wasn't a year. Maybe it was like nine months. Okay, so we're long overdue for an, an, for up, sure. an astrological energy forecast and update. Um, do you want to introduce yourself very quickly for anyone listening who doesn't know you yet? Sure. My name is Danny Beinstein. Danielle Beinstein. Either way. Um, I'm a psychological and intuitive astrologer. And, you know, the the intention for my work across the board is to help liberate my clients, liberate them from limiting beliefs, liberate them from... Um, the kind of stories that we tell ourselves that keep ourselves stuck um, and really to get in touch with the soul and the soul's journey. And I do that by looking at the natal chart, looking at transits, progressions. And then also I did receive a master's in spiritual psychology. So I guide my 
clients really through facilitation, asking questions, diving deeper. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite things is just giving people permission to be themselves because you be- believe it or not in our culture, we often feel like we can't be who we are. 100%. And I was going to say one of the things that I love about your approach is just how grounded it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just very easy to take what you say and run with it. You Always. Know, that, well, that's like my intention. Hmm? That's my intention to be pragmatic. You know, that that the takeaways are pragmatic, right? That you know what to do with it as opposed to just um, like living with your head in the clouds. And it's so important, especially during a time like now mm-hmm. where the energies are very heightened. There's obviously yeah. a lot of chaos in the world, a lot of polarity, a lot of division. And But it's also a time where we're, you know, those of us, well, honestly, everyone who's going to be listening to this show is here on a mission, right? Yeah. For something that they care about deeply in the world, something that they were honestly put on the planet to share. And it's so important as we're going to get help and all the different containers, whether it be you, me, a healer, yeah. anyone. That there is like, yes, there's this spiritual component, but it's always been so important to me and how I teach and how I live and receive as well to be like grounded into the earth and how we're moving forward with information so we can actually get results. Yeah, because, you know, if we're disembodied, Mm -hmm. right, often we have these visions of what we want for our life or what we want for ourselves or the people that we love. But if it's not integrated, if it's not embodied, we're not actually going to draw it to us, right? Mm. We're going to be walking, running around like a chicken with its head cut off, right? Just kind of scrambling. And when we're integrated and really in our body and in ourselves and owning all the aspects of ourselves, we draw to, especially as women, especially as women. Oh, I love what you're saying because we haven't even talked about this. But so I have a mastermind, feminine magic and money, where we are literally focused on that deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, Mm -hmm. magnetism, and actually learning how to like, you know, access our, yes, like the magic and the spells and all those kind of mystical things that I'm into. But so much of the container is that like deep embodiment work, because until our, like you're saying our desire, well, one, we've like kind of moved the things out of our body that sort of are those like, you know, that we have those cellular memories, our trauma, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And even if you've like processed it mentally, done all the things, right? Talked about it to the end of time. Yeah. If you don't get it out of your body, like you're still going to live in reaction mm-hmm. to your trauma, basically until you actually move it out of your body. And then, you know, past that level, there's just like, I'm, I love teaching women how to like actually create energy from the body. Like your body is an actual like portal for manifestation. No question. No question. And I think there's also, you can feel it, right? When we're around someone, what does their energy feel like? Does it feel light? Does it feel possible? Does it feel warm? Does it feel kind and inviting? Or does it feel prickly? You know? And I think that another thing to just kind of take into account is that because we're constantly giving off energy into the world, Right. Mm -hmm. We we're not always conscious of what we're giving off. Right. We're not always aware. And we're all most of the time we're not aware. And we're like, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? And so a big part of it also is like, is there a willingness to be happy? Because believe it or not, many of us are attached to the idea of things being difficult, of things being hard, of 
um, it doesn't mean that we don't experience sadness. It doesn't mean that we don't experience the human emotions, but do we hold on to them so that they calcify in our system? Or do we say, I feel this, I let it go. Do we constantly allow ourselves to shed? And it doesn't mean also, you know, firing off all of our feelings all the time to other people. It's like processing it and up-leveling it, processing it and up-leveling it. And do we hold a container for ourselves where we can draw experiences, people, resources to us instead of, again, this idea of chasing? Because we live in a culture that says, this is how you chase, this is how you go after it. Oh, 100%. And you know, my whole vibe is like, let's become magnetic and build our lives and our businesses from that place. From like hanging out in a lounge chair and And let it be easy, (laughs) like quantum leaping, collapse your timeline. I love what you said too, because I literally was just on a clubhouse before we started chatting. And I was saying how... Oh, what was that? I was reading the book. I think this is where I read it. You know, Bringers. Have you heard of Bringers by the Dawn by Barbara? The woman who talks about like the Palladian energy. No. I can't remember her last name. The book's incredible. I listened to it and was like mind blown the whole way on the plane to Hawaii. And one of the things that she says that is feels so true to me, but I hadn't heard anyone else say it, was that one of the ways in which we've been kept small and kind of like on the linear path and do Mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do and take all the steps. Who cares if you're miserable? Keep going. Maybe one day it'll get better. Like five years before you die, (laughs) when you can stop working, Mm -hmm. you know, like the, one of the things that's kind of been suppressed is our, the actual processing of our emotions. And that when we are actually able to feel, because you know, there's a very um, clear difference between intellectualizing how you feel and actually feeling how you feel. So when we're actually able to feel how we feel and, you know, let it be what it is and transmute, because that's also how we alchemize and create, you know, is through how we feel. So people don't realize, but it's almost, you know how, because none of us were raised to express emotion. Like the patriarchy is not vibing on you expressing your emotions, et cetera. It's like, it's been a way to sort of keep people small and keep people in check because when people can actually, I know, obviously I work primarily with women and I think you Mm -hmm. probably mostly do too. But for us, we're like so much of our feminine power comes through our ability to feel so much. So when we have a cap on that, we're really like dimming our light and dimming our magnetism because she specifically talks about how emotions like are a portal for magnetism. Yeah. And I was like, 100%. And that kind of, that mixes with the embodiment work I'm so passionate about. And then also just, I mean, I've even experienced it in my own life. You know, the enormous difference, like I was saying, between intellectualizing what happened, how I feel, et cetera. Versus now being able to feel it and then consciously work with that energy and like alchemize it into something else, which is the thing that I actually desire. Like now it happens so fast. It kind of even surprises me. Well, we're also living in an age where we're over therapized. So we have all the lingo and we have the language. Nothing's integrated. Yes. And there's an, there's an idea in where it becomes this kind of catchphrase and it's all becomes intellectualized, but we grow through experience. And so if we're like, well, I don't, I don't want to partake in that because X, Y, and Z, or I'm this because X, Y, and Z, or I don't like to deal with them because they're X, Y, and Z, instead of really building self-esteem from the inside out, which is saying, 
how do I feel in this moment? Moment Mm -hmm. to moment, how do I feel um, around this individual? What's really not going to the head of how I should feel? It's the same thing, right? We do that with relationships. We do that with work environments. I've been um, listening to some podcasts with Juliana Margulies, who I kind of grew up putting on a pedestal. Um, She was on ER and I really looked up to her. And it's interesting because I actually wanted to talk to you about this because, you know, she was offered $27 million at the end of her contract to stay at ER for two more years. And she had decided she was done. She didn't, she didn't want to be on ER anymore. And she had lined up other projects. She wanted to move back to New York City. And they came, you know, at her with this, with this offer. And she was like, she thought it over. She asked everybody. Everybody said, you're crazy. Just take it. It's two years. And then you'll have $27 million or whatever the cut is after, you know, the agents and all the fees or whatever. And she turned it down. And she, in these, you know, podcast interviews, because she has a book that just came out, she's saying that she really has no regrets. Like her life became so abundant. She met her partner. She had her baby. You know, she got the good wife. She yeah. got these other experience. She got to move back to New York. And it's like, we, if we, if she had listened to her head and what everybody was saying, well, that's abundance. Take that abundance. But we don't think about abundance holistically either. We don't list, we don't experience it. We don't talk about it as a whole, whole human being, right? We just see numbers. And it's like, right? right? And I don't know what her, you know, what her bank account is now, you know, but I imagine sure she's, she's done incredibly been. well. <laughs> right. So it's yeah. like, what is a, also like, what does it mean to be abundant? And I remember, cause I was, I was a teenager, I think, no, maybe early twenties when that happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading about it and I had already kind of put her on this pedestal cause I loved DR when I was a teenager. And that had a huge impact on me and the choices that I made in my life, um, going, oh, well, like, what if I actually follow what just lights me up? Or what if I follow, you know, what brings me joy? And it took me a while to get to a place of abundance. Not like I was offered a sum like that and turned it down. But I still believe that. I still believe that the world is fecund and fertile. And it's like, do we get stuck on these numbers? Or do we experience abundance as a sensual, full-bodied experience? Does that make Which sense? Which then brings the numbers. Yes. Honestly. Yes. And so, I mean, it's the very same energy of quitting your cush, quote unquote, yes. cushy full-time job, yeah. which usually you were miserable in anyway, to be an entrepreneur, whatever yeah. it is. It's a very similar vibe where like the abundance comes. It's just that you're right. A lot of people have it very, it's like, it's very tied to money and I'm here yes. for it. Like I help yes. women create money for a living and 100% good, but it's like the creation of that money is not, and especially money that kind of grows and comes quickly and like builds fast and really like where you're using the, you're like creating money through energy in addition to your actions, that kind of money comes because you are like showing up like in that sensuality, in that pleasure, in that flow, in your yeses yes. everywhere. Exactly. And I mean, feel good money. You can all, you can hustle to the end of time if you want to, but you know, for what we're yes. here for and the type of women listening to this show, it's very much, and this is why my work has even expanded to include. So, cause you know, obviously I started out teaching women 
how to build successful businesses quickly. And it's gone so much deeper and wider in terms of like our embodiment and our magic and like working with our divine feminine essence and like just all these things that were kind of killed in suppressing women. But originally there were medicine women, like spells were normal. Like it's not this weird witchy, like I would call myself a witch, but it's not this like Halloween witch vibe. No. You know what I mean? You don't need to be like wearing black eyeliner and wearing all black and having black nails. And if you want to, that's amazing. But really, even so much. <laughs> well, I think like there's so many totally. hear the word witch and like that's what they're thinking. But you also don't need to be like in flowy dresses, kumbayaing. And that's beautiful if you want to be that, but you don't have to be that either. It's like. No, I'm it's, not doing that. Yeah. You know, like, for. Are, are you in authentic alignment? I know you literally back the layers, right? And I mean, listen, I was raised in New York city. I was raised that academia is everything. And to me, I look around and I'm like, none of that resonates with me in the way it did. And I excelled in it. Like, it's not like I, you know, but I'm like, I don't, I don't need to categorize and label everything. There's the world is so much more layered and complex and full than that kind of masculine partitioning. I agree. And so for me, when I've even, because sometimes I don't even like saying divine feminine because I feel like the immediate association is like the ethereal, airy, fairy, like, and again, if that's you, that's totally fine. But honestly, it's not most women that I come across. No. And then there's this new distortion of them feeling like, okay, well, if I'm accessing the divine feminine, if I'm accessing the goddess within me, the witch within me, et cetera, it must need to look like this like boho vibe. And I'm like, it's none of those things unless those things are real to you. But to me, when I think of that, all it is to me is a woman who is like deeply connected to her body, deeply working with her own energy, right? Like connected to nature. And I still view myself as connected to nature and I live in Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. But like connected into the elements, connected into herself and is actually like, working with her own energy and her own personal power to create rather than only relying on that linear kind of quote unquote masculine way of doing things. To me, that is a witch, (laughs) you know? And the willingness again, to engage in these powers. Oh yeah. And believe in them. Yes. Because I think that there's also this kind of coquettishness that surfaces around this kind of stuff where people are like, no, that's woo-woo or I don't do that because that's woo-woo. And it's like, Mm -hmm. instead of saying, well, look, energy is all around us. When you recoil, when you're around someone, everything. And that's the key. And then we realize like, you know, human design, astrology, I Ching, all of these things and more are just glimpses into that, into the cosmos. 100%. And the energy that we hold. It's so interesting. And I love this because embodiment, like I said, has become such a big, it's also, I've seen huge shifts from it. So every time I see a huge shift, I'm going to like pass it on, right. Mm -hmm. And bring that forward for my clients, no matter what it is. And I, you know, I know we originally were chatting about abundance and, oh, okay. I want to go back. Let me get to that. So remember our last conversation was all about initiation and innovation. Yep. Yep. For the year in terms of creating abundance. And one, I just want to come back to that because it's been so true. 
in -hmm. terms of like new technologies. My business has like the offers I have now, with the exception of the cohort is women building their service-based businesses online. And I had money queen before, but everything else I'm creating is like a new level, a new level, a new level, a new level, just in terms of that. I've just really seen it even in my own life and all the clients who come to me to build their businesses or are in any of my other containers, the liberation, like it, there's a lot of it. Obviously it's money. There's better sex lives, better dating, like all of those kind of things. But something that has been so thematically true is this like liberation within their power and within their purpose, within their business around a far deeper level of work than what they originally thought they were here for. Yeah. Like I didn't realize, I was like, oh, you're like a feminine healer. Yeah. That's what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that. Or my clients who, you know, let's say they've been in a more, like more of the psychology world. You know what I mean? That kind of thing then they have this like wild spiritual awakening and like that starts coming into their work and all these other elements and their clients are getting way faster results. It's like, we're all, and I would love to hear what is going on now from your perspective. But when I just think back to that conversation, we were just starting, especially like on that innovation front, all the technologies, right? Like clubhouse came on the scene Mm -hmm. Um, people really like leveraging. I started a podcast, right? Like leveraging new platforms, doing things, new ways, new work, Mm -hmm. new offers. Like it's just, we, the clip has been so fast that even sometimes I'm surprised by how many ideas I have, how often now. And it's just like, go, okay, go, just do it. Go, 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 go. And they're also in alignment. And I just remember back to our conversation, it feels so in flow for that. I'm seeing it for my clients too, especially in the people who are willing to go, like when it Mm -hmm. hits and they go, they like fly, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're working with the energy. And then on the initiation front, just what I said, the people who go fly, it's like the ones who are taking action and moving and not from a place of hustle and stress, but just like, oh, okay, I got the hit. This is a line. Let's do the thing. I don't need to overthink it over D you know how we get all we don't just like over control it doesn't need to be part you just need to go and let the details catch up which has definitely been like my vibe of late and I encourage my clients to do the same Mm -hmm. but obviously they're being supported we're not just like throwing stuff against the wall but you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and I've just now seen that conversation literally playing out the whole year yeah because the rate of change is accelerating it's so fast. And this year, especially, we're dealing with a lot of speed and those who are willing to up level in consciousness, right? Because the world in many ways is incredibly binary, meaning mm-hmm. the like what's happening kind of in the lower level of consciousness. 100%. Right. Like all the divisiveness and it's this yes. or that. Exactly. Exactly. To be vaccinated, to not to be vaccinated, all the things. All the things, right? It's just this kind of either or paradigm. Right. The truth is, is that those of us who see that um, are holding in our nervous system, the higher level of consciousness that sees that division Mm -hmm. for what it is, right? And we're continuing to move out of the binary thinking moving out of the kind of over-intellectualization into this multidimensional energetic perspective. And with that is like 
also a blowing out of aspects of the ego. Yeah. So a big thing that's happening with these eclipses is seeing things from multiple perspectives, not mm-hmm. just a singular perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And then with the Saturn Uranus square that we're experiencing really through 2022 is we're being pushed against the wall into radical acceptance, radical change. But our, I see it as like literally our consciousness shoving up against its perceived limits and breaking through. I've been having that experience the whole year. Yeah. Spiritual up level after spiritual up level after consciousness upgrade after consciousness upgrade. I literally like continually have the experience of living in a new dimension. I'm like, oh, this is a new dimension. Then I move to other things and I'm in another one. I'm like, and I know that this could really just go on forever. And it likely will, especially if you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Like open to it. So, you know, willing to release the things that aren't serving you all the things. It's wild. I literally, like my experience on earth right now is like nothing that I've ever None of ever us had before. None of us. And so what do we do with it? Right. There's a level of personal responsibility. One. Absolutely. Right. And if we're in the blame and shame game, we're not in the higher level. It's also a waste of time yeah. and energy. Because the whole point that we're reason we're having all of these spiritual levels, like if you believe in this and I do, it's like, you know, it's how some teachers talk about it is like, bringing in the new earth. And I'm not saying that like in our lifetime, we're gonna have some, the planet is going to be a total 180 from what it looks like right now. But for any change to take place, the changes have got to start taking place. Yeah. And so like, just honestly, it feels like it's like even more light comes onto the planet. It causes more of that polarity and the division because there's Mm -hmm. the people who want to go in that direction and they're willing to receive the upgrades. They're willing to receive how Maybe things that they thought were true about reality aren't true. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Some people are very scared to believe that things that they thought were true are not true because it's too scary because it's too- people are very used to being told how to think, what to do. You can rely on everyone. You can rely on your full-time job. You can rely on the government. You can, and like a lot of that is not true anymore. Like and our sources, sovereign- right? Like looking at different the like media, the media, all of that. I mean, Listen, I grew up in New York City. All of that was sacred. Like King. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, well, that's not actually news. That's just an editorial. Yeah. I, You know, from anywhere, right? So it's like, okay, so we're in a post-truth society, which is like, what is truth, right? And it's like, why even get caught in the drama of it? That's how I feel. Right. And this is from someone who like was hyper political, was, you know, incredibly yeah. academic, you know, and I just, Jenny, I went to Ivy League school yes. and worked in finance and did all the things. Like, I and you're just it. seeing more and more. Oh, yeah. It's literally all a mirage. It's not just that Hollywood was a mirage. The whole, no. the whole world has become Hollywoodized, right? Everybody is like a mini Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> and creating a persona and it's like oh it's all just crazy but actually in that it's liberating yeah because you don't need to buy into it because so much of it's a lie anyway and I think what people (laughs) don't realize is almost like this whole planet is just a one big business yes that's it's one big business especially in the United States which people don't want to realize. And I'm like, every decision that is made 
every move yeah. that is made, every time you're being told to jump or you're going to yeah. die, every, all of this is because someone's making money. No question. Once you realize that, you're really free. Yeah, it's all business. Yes. So when you're sitting there like tied to the news, these news medias or channels are privately owned also. 100%. All of it. Like none of this is like these, all of it. And think of it this way. If you're trying, if one is trying to draw resources out of that, there will always be a very clear limit. What do you mean? Drawing out of those preordained structures where there's some person who controls or some, you know, group of people who control in kind of like an oligarchical way, right? If you are trying Mm -hmm. to fit into that system Mm -hmm. and make money in that system, in that container, you will always come up against. You mean because it's like the powers that be only want you to rise so far like that well it's like you what do you mean yes it's like the idea of so with the saturn pluto conjunction of 2020 right that happened january 2020 we started to see just how entrenched the established order was and that the established order is very let's say um it's not, I'm not saying there's a, like a one person. I'm saying that just, just the entrenched system as like this, the, the quote unquote, this system, the system, yeah. but it's not, I don't believe there's, you know, there's no Oz behind there running the show. I it's don't think just, so either. It's there, just, yeah, it just is right. Yeah. And so if you take your oneself out of the matrix of that and mm-hmm. you stop trying to gain approval from that preordained system, you're free mm-hmm. and the sky's the limit. 100%. That's what we do. But this if you're trying to fit into that paradigm and measuring yourself up on this treadmill of you need the Ivy League or you need this kind of or whatever, you know, and this is coming from two women who come from that world. Like yeah. it's a mirage. It's not real. I like appreciate the connections, the friends, yeah. all the things. But it's really not sure. real. I don't even mean it in like a, in like a woo, like it's genuinely all just barrier to entry. It's all just lexicon and story and it's just layers of ego. And, he, and it also feeds that paradigm because yeah. the whole system is built on most people not ever actually being able to arrive. Right. In order for that whole construct to work, there needs to be so many people longing and yearning and not having. And that's straight. my point. That's exactly my point. So it's like, as long as, as we sublimate ourselves to that structure, we're not free. I agree. And it's just all of us who are stepping out. And obviously I think there are, there are people who are in corporate jobs and they're meant to be there and they're meant to 100%. play a role there. And you get to just redefine but how you're that free looks. because yeah. to be in the world, but not of it. That is the yeah. key. That is the key. It's not about if you're an Apple you. and you're happy at Apple. I'm not saying get out of Apple. I'm saying how yeah. do you hold that company and everything that it reckon? And how do you put it on a pedestal and mm-hmm. say, it's everything that I'm here? Or do you say, I'm a valuable asset? And this is an energy exchange. 100%. On the clubhouse I was just doing, someone referenced 
a prior client of mine, Lola Bakery, was saying, she was like, yeah, view your full-time job as your investor. They're investing in you. Like, exactly. You go do whatever you want from there, you know? But it's not like you're God and your higher power. That's my It's not your job. That's exactly it. You know, we also do live in a culture. There's a great book um, called Seculosity. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's all about how we've turned brands into religions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We've turned educational systems into religion. Yeah. We've turned sports teams into religions because we crave meanings as human beings. We right. crave meaning and purpose. So why, what are we attaching it to? Are we attaching it to status or these structures or these institutions? Or are we drawing back our own art integrity and our own relationship to source, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it? Are we owning, you know, our own soul's journey? Well, in a way, this is where 2020 and 2021 have been so powerful because 2020 stripped away so much. Exactly. exactly. It was actually amazing because now people are realizing like, oh, connection is important. Oh. Yeah, and, like, and blind, you know, ambition in adherence to something that does not align with my core is not the answer, right? Like that tennis player, Osaka, right? She uh -huh. just stepped away. She's like, my mental health is more important than your press room. Yeah. You know? So I just feel like the tide is kind of shifting. Thank God. And especially mm -hmm. women, because women, I mean, neither you nor I are mothers, but like mothers were like, F this. F this. Yeah. Right? So there's a great sea change that's taking place. And it's so powerful. I mean, I feel it so strongly, clearly. And look what we do for a living, obviously. Yes. <laughs> obviously. And I do think that a lot of our work was to be able to hold the container for the tide that's coming. Oh, and it's just getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. as more people are waking up, waking up, waking up. And just frankly, wanting more out of life. Yes. Yeah. And realizing that these systems that we were told were so safe and we're going to take care of you for the rest of your life that they don't really care, you know? And never did. Never did. I you mean, maybe, maybe, you know, four decades ago when you worked for a company, it really was like a family feeling more yeah, so. Yeah, and you had your like pension yes. fund and all that but stuff. But it's not. But, but the a very small era in time. That's the thing that we have to think about, right? Like in the span of history, um, it's chaos that's been the defining order, like, but not in a negative way. It's just, we try to control, which is the human. And if you addiction. think about it, like what was, you know, and I've never thought about this. So I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but even the whole concept of a pension plan, like in a way you're still keeping people under control because well, it's yes. like to risk care. It's dangling care. You need to be here forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. good God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, right. It's like, there was a meme that's going around and like, I was a philosophy major and I'm saying this and like one side of the meme was like philosophy major, like a hundred thousand in student debt, like can't get a job. Then on the other side, it was like mechanic making 80,000 a year, like tradesmen. It's like how we hold these things. Yeah. Right. It's like, and how we hold skill sets and what, you know, it's like bringing back, you know, our sense of 
dignity and pride and like not pride seven deadly sins pride but like being honorable self-honoring yeah Yeah. and like doing what lights you up it's just it sounds so simple but it can really be a journey to arrive and I'd love to know too so you know we touched on the eclipses but even just what's happening in this spring summer energy like for me it feels very abundant very Mm -hmm. ripe very like the portals are open. It's powerful. And while I'm someone who actively works with the energy, teaches my clients to do the same thing for creation, what I it's like it's powerful and it's working for you. Or it's I've seen the flip of it's also like highly jolting for people who are not either have not done enough personal development work and it's time to go deeper. So they're getting super triggered. Or like life is getting so jostled. And what's how attached you are to security. And I'm seeing one or the other. Yeah. It has everything to do with how we hold uncertainty because uncertainty is possibility. Yeah. But if we hold uncertainty, it's like, I've got to hold on to something. I don't care what it is. I have to hold on to it. It's going to be more challenging. The reason it feels so abundant to you and possible is because you have an open armed approach. Well, I, my view is I'm like, well, it's all up to me. So if this is the energy of the season. I'm going to work with the energy of the yeah. season, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? But, you know, different people, it's like they may have more embedded or entrenched lives with attachment to things being a certain way, you know? And so there's more of a fear or a scarcity that can show up. Mm-hmm. Being it's able to true. handle uncertainty is a muscle. One hundred percent, and being an entrepreneur is literally like a step into a, yeah. a trust fall with the universe yeah. every yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. So whatever we're doing, it's like, but learning more and more to not get stuck on a viewpoint or a perspective or an idea, to constantly be willing to upgrade or shift or see something from a new angle. It, it ha- I understand. And it's obvious, you know, clearly like we have viewpoints. We've been expressing yes. viewpoints this whole time. It's just so interesting. I, I just literally feel so strong. I'm like, you literally get to live in the world that you create for yourself. Yeah. But one first has to get to the base level of my reality is a reflection of my subconscious beliefs. And many people are unwilling to get to that level first. Or they're going about it in a very constricted way. And my experience right. is it's an extremely multidimensional approach. Yes, 100%, 100%. But I think that one has to be willing to say, my ego does not have the answers. True. I don't always know what's in my highest good. Also true. And... <laughs> I see everything as a lesson and an opportunity. And I do and to feel- avoid the blame and shame game. The blame and shame game will do nothing but keep the victim energy. Yeah. yeah. Least magnetic vibe on the planet. Yeah. The victim vibe. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's just interesting because I see in my own process though, because especially once you're more intentional, it's just like 
I mean, I think body wisdom is so, I do think your body does know. Oh, your body knows. Where to go. And actually acquiring body wisdom is enormous. Your body body, is never confused. No, the body knows who it feels safe with. It knows who it wants. Like very easy around someone you want to touch them. Right. You want to hug them. You want to be, you know, even if you're not a super affectionate person or another person where you're just like, I don't. I need some space between us. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter if the person looks amazing on paper or doesn't look amazing on paper. You know, it's like, how does your body, how's your heart, how does your energy field feel around them? And I do feel that you start to see. So for myself, let's say I'm manifesting something I haven't really had. Okay, like, okay, cool. In my dating life, for example, because mm-hmm. I've been more focused in that area. Obviously, or not obviously, but I told you, I'm like, it's insane with all the work that I've done. I mean, I get asked out like every day. Like I have to be like, okay, I need a second, (laughs) you know? And I, and like, it's almost like weird. (laughs) It's great. I mean, it's good. Yeah. But just how long, you know, this previously was a challenging area of my life and now it's not. And I'm like, okay, so ladies, remember, no matter what you're calling in, all the work you do gets set up, it all gets to work. And then in addition to that, we we don't always know when it's going to show up, but no, I didn't know. Yeah. We just hit a tipping point and it was like (laughs) off to the races. That was a number of things that I've talked about on other episodes. But it's also just like, okay, so even in dating, because like I, the fun thing about dating is you get this sort of like real time feedback because you're dealing with like another person. You know what I mean? That's so you're right. yep. like, oh, okay, I love these things about this guy. And I would like to add X, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No matter what it is, like how available you perceive them to be, what they want out of their life. I don't know how passionate they are about the career, whatever. It's so interesting to me because now I feel like my process moves so fast. So I'll like go out or let's say like I go on a day and I'm on vacation. And even though I have fun, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not really going to date. I mean, I know yeah. some people date and or mm-hmm. meet in these circumstances and fall in love, but you really have to like have that energy, right? For it to go somewhere. Yeah. So they would more just be fun situations. So I had to get to a place where I was like, okay, universe, like I like the caliber of men. I like how they're treating me, but like, I need a man who is like clearly looking for a relationship. He is easy to date. And I love one in my, like even in my neighborhood, even better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Long distance dating up on the C train. Just, I just want him. I just want him like here. Like if he's a man who lives in multiple places, like that's a guy, but like, I love New York so much. I want someone who loves New York. Yeah. Now, in addition to we can love other places. Well, it's fantastic because there's 8 million people there. So it's, you know, <laughs> and, and more coming. So it's not like you're like, I need someone who loves like Ketchum, Idaho with like 50,000. I don't know if people are in Ketchum. But, Literally. You know. <laughs> and then, I mean, it happened today. So I'd gone out with this guy last night and I was like, okay, I like this, this, and this, and this, but we need to add this. Like I need clear, like he needs to be like way more clear in this area. Yeah. And then literally... Someone matched with me online who had in his profile exactly what I'd said where I needed additional clarity and was just like, oh, and he lives in my neighborhood. And he was like, well, it's really easy for us to meet. So maybe we can just skip the like preliminary conversation. Like, can I take you out? And I was like, yes, yes. I'm like, it's so, that's how I got with my partner because I was a little skittish and yeah. 
no, no, no. We're going on a date. Like I, I need none of this. I need to see you. And he would pick up and he would call the, call me. It wouldn't, wouldn't text. He would I call. love that. He was like, sorry, there's, um, and he would, he pursued me and he yeah. was like, no, you're not going to run away. We're not doing this. I'm safe. You know? And he just kept showing up. And I love that. And what, and I, it's just, it's such an attractive energy and then also this not taking it. So if someone isn't all the things I desire, there's been so much power and not turning it into a story about me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, yes. if I'm going to go out in the world and date all these men, not every single one is going to be the one. Therefore, they're going to have things where I'm like, oh, not this, not that. And I didn't realize even with myself and I see with other people, we tell so many stories. So many stories around these events and end up like blocking our magnetism because we attach ways too much meaning, just like we attach stories to our feelings and we can just feel the feelings and move on. We attach stories to how other people show up when I can just opt out of how someone shows up if I'm not feeling it and then have someone amazing come in the next day. Right. Instead of having this whole story around unavailable men and like all this drama Granted, I've done a ton of work. I'm not just saying. But also, and this is something I say a lot, which is like, you also never know when Cupid's arrow is going to hit. And that's the most exciting thing. Yeah, it's wild. So just in the manifestation game, and I'm talking about like my most challenging area and to see that have magnetism and be like fast, like clearly the energy wants to work with us. And so I would realize my- Things want to move right now. They want to move. Like, so we said this last time, let go or get dragged. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. And I realized like, let's say I got a little triggered or something. I'd be like, okay, I work through the trigger. I reorient. I'm like, okay, I'm grounded into this vibe. And then the thing will literally show up like a couple days later. It happened to me in Hawaii. It's happening now. Like it just keeps happening You're over fast. and over and over. And so I start to witness my own process. It's like, okay, I get clear, right? I'm calling this in. I do all the things that I teach in my work too, which we don't have to get on all those now, but it's like, and then maybe I'll have, like, I'll usually get it triggered around something that's like an old thing yep. that's just ready to go. Yeah. Then I like move through that thing instead of making it, la- it doesn't last for like a month no. or months or like now I have to go see 10,000 people. It'll last for like a day or two. <laughs> and then you're moving through it. That. And then like the thing will just pop up. It's insane. It's amazing. But and also, like, don't you have, you have strong Sag, right? Yeah. What does yeah. it have to do with Sag? I have well, my Jupiter's in Sag and my rising is in Sag. Yeah. Because these eclipses are in Gemini and Sagittarius. Oh, so what would that mean for anyone? So it means that you're on Gemini or Sag place. It means that they're even more activated. Like there's more energy swirling there. I mean, you have to look at the oh. whole chart. but. Yeah. Not surprised. It's so wild. It's just manifestation literally gets to start happening that fast now, but you have to like do the work and show up for it. Yep. 100%. I've never seen energy move this fast in my life, especially in my most challenging area. Yeah. Money, business, you know what I mean? Things that were, yeah. And there's a little more expectation there because I'm way better practice. And that was like my first area of really like, you know, my first area of sort of mastery in this manifestation type world. And I teach it and stuff, but 
this is, I'm like, okay, now we've like, this is like spreading everywhere. It's amazing. It's wild. So what is that, you know, when we talk about, and that's a form of abundance, right? Who cares about money if we're not happy in all the areas? The other thing that's the energy is, is like options, opportunity, right? So one has to be open, right? I always say it's like holding, holding an open hand versus Mm -hmm. like kind of an iron fist. You're right. And that was big for me too. So, you know, you're talking about the energy of uncertainty. So obviously like there's this element of uncertainty in business. I think when we think about uncertainty in our romantic life, it can be way more triggering. Oh, yes. Because it's our deepest, it's our deepest stuff. Often it's our deepest stuff. Right. So for me, who used to get very triggered here to be able to just be like, okay, I didn't really like the vibe of this one guy last night. Well, that's okay because I'm going on a date tonight and someone asked me out for tomorrow. You know (laughs) what I mean? It's like, who cares? By the time tomorrow comes, I've forgotten about whatever he did anyway because there's so many other people. But also that's the point of dating. It's like, (laughs) I don't really like, this isn't vibing, you know? Okay, this is vibing. We We don't have to attach, as you said, so much story to it. It's like, okay. This but isn't a match. Can be people get caught yes. up in one person for like months who's barely shown up to do anything. Um, in my twenties, I got caught up in for years, me years too. on one person who was never showing up for me. Like I don't. I did that. I yeah. did it for five years. Yeah. God help me. Yeah. I've been helped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rite of passage. Maybe I. So many people. I. So many women, especially I know, have done that. Insane. And so for me to feel this level of like, okay, I can just let go. And there's someone right there. It's not like, it's never real. Like you step into the void, but it's never really a void. There's always, it's like, if you're open, you're willing, you're clear. There's always something there to catch you, but you have to like step into the void. That's like walk away from the nose to get the yeses and not be like, just use the example of men and dating. It's like, I can't hold on to him on it, like hoping what his potential to be X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't have time, but like, I know how energy moves. I don't have time for that. And there is something that is like exactly what my soul needs that is available now. Well, also because this is the perfect time to say no, because, you know, this may not, you know, some people have mixed feelings about this, but I do believe when you sleep with someone, for example, you exchange energy and often. Oh yeah. We're not an attachment to these people. Yeah. Right. So it's like to get clear around that, because once you start the emotional engagement, once you start having sex, it's like, then it's like, you know, they say that, um, women see more clearly before sex and we do it's biological. It's nothing to debate. It's literally biology. Totally. So it's like, you know, getting clear and saying like, okay, does this person have enough of the qualities where I'm willing to start to get attached? Right. But you need to like, for me, I'm like, you need to really show up for like a while and very consistently. And also I'm going to keep dating all these other people until like, may the best man win. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, now especially because of how confident I am with how much work I've done I was like I'm the queen yeah like you like you're auditioning not me 
<laughs> That's actually biologically how it's supposed to be. Like, I know, but you know? we didn't feel that way. And it's so crazy to me when I think about how I used to be or... Oh my God, I used to be like, but I'll I'll twist myself in knots to get you to like me. I don't know what. That's my 20s. I I do know what was going on. Trauma and also just being very poor dating programming. No one teaches you how to like go through the world to receive your partner. So everyone's just winging it. Truly. (laughs) It doesn't go very well 90% of the time. Unless people were raised in a like, you know, the man has to be responsible and he has to be, you know, usually in more kind of religious. Right. And there's all other kinds of stuff that goes with that. It's very interesting. And when I say like, I'm the queen, I'm, it's not even, I'm not like, oh, I'm holier than that. I'm just like, I'm contained in my own energy body, right? Like I'm, I don't need to like spill out into anyone. I think a big way to think about it, um, is do you want to discover more about this person? Because we're all layered. Um, do you feel like they want to discover more about you? Cause and not taking it personally if they don't. Exactly. Because there's just chemistry, it's just energy. Like it either fits or it doesn't fit. And it doesn't always mean you did something wrong or you said the wrong thing or whatever. But if you did, then you didn't. Do you see what I'm saying? Because the person who's right for you, that wouldn't be an issue. It would just phase over or whatever. It's so interesting. And so that's powerful. And just that, so do you feel like, we just use the example from my dating life, but just that there is this energy, even as astrologically of like us being just willing to like step into the void yeah, over and over and over. Like, is that actually a thematic theme? Yes. Um, and maybe let's not call it the void. Let's call it the divine unknown. Okay. I mean the same thing, oh, but I know. Yeah. Cause I say the point have is a- I have this, this Oracle card deck that that's, that's where I got it the void can just have a dark, it. it can have a dark connotation to a lot of people. I just mean the unknown, the yes. mystery space, but the I, mystery. okay. The but mystery. can we hold the mystery even when it feels like we're in a place of certainty? That's true evolution. Well, and a level of certainty is actually required for you to receive. Yep. So there is this dance of both. 100%. Not certainty, not us trying to like shape shift a certain person, not not control, yeah. but just like I'm having this, like this yeah. is my life, this is yeah. happening. So holding certainty and holding the unknown at the same time, that is mastery. Yeah. Yeah. I really firmly believe that. And I'm always so dedicated to like stepping into both energies at the same time. It's really interesting. You have to just be so energetically flexed, like Strong but, and yes. stable, but flexible. There's like yep. the strength and flexibility at the same time. Just like you need a degree of certainty and a degree of uncertainty. Yeah. You need both, right? Like if we really walked around every day going, I could get hit by a bus any second. Like oh we'd all gosh. go mad. Right. Right? So you yeah. need to like, okay, I know that I'm, you know, meeting up with these friends in a week. Like you need some degree, right? You Certainty. Of course. Yeah. But ultimately underneath, it's like, can you flow with what is? Can you shift? Can you adapt? Um, and more importantly, can your perspective, are you willing to see things from different vantage points? 
Well, that's sort of the flexibility because you stop telling so many stories and you did yeah. talk more. Yep. Not without exactly. feeling, but it's just sort of like things just, it is what it is. And like, I vibe with that or I don't. If I don't vibe, I just go in a different direction. That's exactly it. And like, that's it. We don't need to have a drama around it. 1000%. It's so interesting. So you're saying, so obviously I feel this energetically. You're saying astrologically, this is also yeah. what we're being asked. Yeah. And it's a very yeah. heightened time through June incredibly heightened time. So then would you say in terms of like, you know, we're always talking about abundance here mm-hmm. that everything we've been discussing, is there anything that you want to add? Cause I feel like everything I said, even in dating, all the things we talked about, they still tie into business, money, abundance. It's all abundance. It's just pleasure in all the places, you know, being willing to try something new. Oh, doesn't, work. doesn't work. You got the feedback, but more likely it is going to work. Being willing to try something new, being willing to not know, not have the answers. And I just, I always say that I don't believe in failure. I wish the word didn't even exist. I'm like, what does that actually mean? Like technically you just do something and let's say you didn't like the result, you shape it, you reshape, you redirect, whatever, and then you go from there. There's no like end of the, nothing collapses and is permanent. So I don't even understand. Sometimes I just think the word shouldn't exist. When I hear people use that word or when entrepreneurs are like, I failed forward a hundred times. I'm like, why are you selling this struggle story so hard? Totally. You're telling people that they need to go through all this drama to arrive. And like, they aren't really, okay, I get it. Like if someone went bankrupt or whatever, but how many people, how many of these like high profile Business owners yeah. have been bankrupt like 10 times and somehow yeah. <laughs> every, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like happens. they're still fine. So I'm yeah. like, is it even a problem? Yeah. I don't know. This no. stuff gets very mysterious. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'm like, it's not real, guys. Like take that word out of your vocabulary because the reason that people don't want to go is because they're scared of this like mysterious failure. It just doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's like if something's not going the way, and also if you're in alignment, in energy and in action, it's literally impossible for you to fail. Yeah, you course correct. You just like adjust, but we're yeah. always doing that. Even with always. something that's working, you're course always. correct. Always, always. So, okay, so try new things. And I think that's huge. I'm seeing it business, yeah. life, how I handle everything. That makes sense. Um, Being what willing else? to do the thing that scares you. Always. Yeah. And being willing to say, you know, yeah, may, maybe I'm not right. Or maybe I wasn't, maybe I didn't have all the information. Someone once said to me something about like, like, would you rather be right or be happy? That's right. Exactly. That the like something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Like yeah. We'll fight so hard to just be right. It's like fighting for the wrong relationship. That's what I'm saying. So it's like new information, more will yeah. be revealed. Holding with a lighter touch rather than having to grasp so hard. It's That's so interesting. I mean, this has all been just in my life. Yeah. Like these big lessons that finally I understand. And obviously there'd be continued evolution as I grow. And I'm so committed to this path and helping other women do the same. 
But even just these themes have just been so wildly powerful. When I look at like just my evolution from how I used to be yeah. till now, that's been like anchoring there has been the liberation. It's huge. It's everything. And now it's way less scary to keep going because yeah. there's there, you you gain evidence. I think that's important that's to remember truth. too. And things get more and more subtle. The learning yeah. is more, more subtle. Way more subtle and less mm-hmm. dramatic. So powerful. Okay, Danny, is there anything else? I loved this chat that will spring, summer. Hopefully we'll do another one for fall, winter. <laughs> In person. In person because you're moving to New York. Yes. Oh my gosh, that will be so fun. And your walk over your beautiful brownstone that you're manifesting. Exactly. It's gonna happen. I'm so excited you're gonna be my neighbor. I know, I'm so stoked. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. Well, is there what's going on in your world? How can everyone work with you, get in touch with you? Um back on um United States schedule. So one on one. Um, I'm going to take some, I mean, not taking time off from clients, but I'm going to take some time to really, now that I'm back in the States and I have some cocooning time to see what downloads, what opportunities and what offerings download. Do you feel this too? Do you feel like you just keep having like ideas? Mine is, well, mine is a little bit different because I was in New Zealand for seven months and now I'm here and I'm, uh, my partner's still in New Zealand for a couple months before landing. So I'm in this. Um, I'm in this place of pure openness. Um, is that, that like have- the liminal space? Is yes. That liminal yes. space. That's right? exactly where I am. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've j- literally been home like five days. So I'm just, I'm just finding my equilibrium. I understand. I've been flying all over the place yeah. too, and it can feel very floaty. But yeah, so we'll see what comes what comes through. Okay. Like, I've been just following my instincts, which is like. No, it was time for me to come back to the States. Yeah. Not right. You know, so I'm just, I'm, I'm in a moment by moment right now at this point in my life. I think we all are. Yeah, we all are. You still get to have some like stability around you. Totally. Right? Your business is still stable. It's just My business is stable. Flowing. Yeah. My relationship is stable. We're just not in proximity right now. Yeah. And my friendships might like are amazing. Like it just, for me personally, my home, my dwelling. Like I'm just Airbnb. I'm not settled. Right. But that's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I love this us doing like a seasonal thing. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Love it. And I still have my online membership, which is, um, we have the monthly call and there's the full and new moon downloads and, all the intro to astrology and the chakra stuff, all of that still stands and that's constantly being now, you know, upgraded. Okay, perfect. What is it called again? Cosmic Compass. Cosmic Compass. I love that name. Okay, well, I'm excited to see what else you come out with. Ladies, you know how to get in touch with Danny. And so much love. I cannot believe I haven't seen your face in that long that really flew by as we thought it would. Okay. It's all good though. It's all I, like it's all happening. It's all actually happening. Yeah. And I love that we're having these touch points so we can reflect back and be like, oh my gosh, it was real. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's real, but it's so fun to like actually have the look back because so often we're going forward, we don't get to have yes. the look back, you know? So true. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much. So my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. I hope you have so much fun tonight. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, beautiful. I hope you enjoyed this, you know, quite personal episode. I loved it because I felt like Danny and I was almost like you were catching us as though we were having a phone conversation or something. And sometimes I feel like those can be the best conversations to share versus like, you know, these like highly planned, highly edited things that we sometimes do. People need the realness. (laughs) So I wanted to remind you again that the eight-week wealth energetics activation, Magnify, Manifest, Receive starts on June 23rd. So doors are going to be closing to that soon. Head to the link in episode notes notes to join us there. And again, my go all in sale on the cohort is open now through June 25th. If you are building your feminine business and you want it to be in sustainable flow, no roller coaster income, five figure months are the vibe. When you join on payment plan through the 25th only, you receive all the painful bonuses. So that's four months inside the container rather than three, a private session with me and your two-hour Akashic business reading and clearing. And then if you are a pay-in-full kind of woman, you are going to receive two private sessions with me, your two-hour Akashic business reading and clearing. And I'm also including a 90-minute intuitive kinesiology session to support you more deeply. So this is really a vibe. Um, The last time I did something like this was in December, and I didn't have a special for the painful lady. So I'm adding something for you too. So it's been half a year. So definitely jump in now. Um, This is just, it's an exciting time to be a woman. It's exciting time to be alive. And it's exciting time to be growing your business and allowing yourself to rise in wealth and to help other people and other businesses that you care about. Because remember, you know, the richer you are, the more people you're supporting too, and really just living your full mission on the planet. And we just all get to have that in addition to like the juicy life that comes with it. So DM me if you have any questions. I love you so much. And I hope to see you inside Magnify Manifest Receive or the cohort. And of course, if you'd like to get in touch with Danny, and if you don't know her already, her details are also in the episode notes. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.